Good evening, everyone. To open our meeting tonight, Lil, will you please announce the first hymn? Hymn number 45. Dear God, how glorious is thy name through all the earth and sea and sky. The wondrous heavens, thy handiwork, the moon and stars hast thou ordained. Hymn number 45. If you would like to follow along with the readings tonight, please go to our website, and on the home page you will see the link to the live broadcast. Click on that, and then look for the place that says, click here for the text of the Wednesday readings. Uh, the theme for tonight is holiness, and the readings will now be given by Fairley from Maryland. The Bible, Luke, blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he hath visited and redeemed his people, and hath raised up an horn of salvation for us in the house of his servant David, as he spake by the mouth of his holy prophets, which have been since the world began, that we should be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all that hate us, to perform the mercy promised to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant, the oath which he sware to our father Abraham, that he would grant unto us that we being delivered out of the hand of our enemies 
might serve him without fear in holiness and righteousness before him all the days of our life. Hebrews. Wherefore, seeing we also accomplished about with so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which doth so easily beset us. And let us run with patience the race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. Wherefore, lift up the hands which hang down and the feeble knees and make straight paths for your feet, lest that which is lame be turned out of the way, but let it rather be healed. Follow peace with all men and holiness, without which no man shall see the Lord. Romans. I speak after the manner of men because of the infirmity of your flesh. For as ye have yielded your members' servants to uncleanness and to iniquity unto iniquity, even so now yield your members' servants to righteousness unto holiness. For when we were the servants of sin, We were free from righteousness. What fruit had you then in those things, whereof ye are now ashamed? For the end of those things is death. But now being made free from sin and become servants to God, ye have your fruit unto holiness, and the end everlasting life. Psalms. Oh, sing unto the Lord a new song. Sing unto the Lord all the earth. Sing unto the Lord. Bless his name. Show forth his salvation from day to day. Declare his glory among the heathen, his wonders among all people. For the Lord is great and greatly to be praised. He is to be feared above all gods. For all the gods of the nations are idols, but the Lord made the heavens. Honor and majesty are before him. Strength and beauty are in his sanctuary. Give unto the Lord, O ye kindreds of the people. Give unto the Lord glory and strength. Give unto the Lord the glory due unto his name. Bring an offering. And come into his courts. O worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. Therefore, brethren, we were comforted over you in all our affliction and distress by your faith. For now we live if ye stand fast in the Lord. For what thanks can we render to God again for you? For all the joy wherewith we joy for your sakes before our God. Night and day, praying exceedingly that we might see your face, 
and might perfect that which is lacking in your faith. Now God himself and our Father and our Lord Jesus Christ direct our way unto you. And the Lord make you to increase and abound in love one toward another and toward all men, even as we do toward you. To the end, he may establish your hearts unblameable in holiness before God. Even our Father at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ with all his saints. For relative passages from Science and Health with Key to the Scriptures and Prose Works by Mary Baker Eddy. Petitions bring to mortals only the results of mortals' own faith. We know that a desire for holiness is requisite in order to gain holiness. But if we desire holiness above all else, we shall sacrifice everything for it. We must be willing to do this, that we may walk securely in the only practical road to holiness. Prayer cannot change the unalterable truth, nor can prayer alone give us an understanding of truth. But prayer, coupled with a fervent habitual desire to know and to do the will of God, will bring us into all truth. Such a desire has little need of audible expression. It is best expressed in thought and in life. Being is holiness, harmony, immortality. It is already proved that a knowledge of this, even in small degree, will uplift the physical and moral standard of mortals, will increase longevity, will purify and elevate character, Thus, progress will finally destroy all error and bring immortality to light. Thou shalt have no other gods before me. The first commandment is my favorite text. It demonstrates Christian science. It inculcates the triunity of God, spirit, mind. It signifies that man shall have no other spirit or mind, but God, eternally good, and that all men shall have one mind. The divine principle of the first commandment bases the science of being by which man demonstrates health, holiness, and life eternal. Never record ages. Chronological data are no part of the vast forever. Timetables of birth and death are so many conspiracies against manhood and womanhood. Except for the era of measuring and limiting all that is good and beautiful, man would enjoy more than threescore years and ten and still maintain his vigor, freshness, and promise. Man, governed by immortal mind, is always beautiful and grand. 
Each succeeding year unfolds wisdom, beauty, and holiness. To attain peace and holiness is to recognize the divine presence and allness. Jesus said, I am the way. Kindle the watchfires of unself-love, and they throw a light upon the uncomplaining agony in the life of our Lord. They open the enigmatical seals of the angel, standing in the sun, a glorified spiritual idea of the ever-present God, in whom there is no darkness, but all is light and man's immortal being. One thing I have greatly desired, and again earnestly request, namely that Christian scientists here and elsewhere pray daily for themselves, not verbally, nor on bended knee, but mentally, meekly, and importunately. When a hungry heart petitions the Divine Father, Mother, God for bread. It is not given a stone, but more grace, obedience, and love. If this heart, humble and trustful, faithfully asks Divine Love to feed it, then with the bread of heaven, health, holiness, it will be conformed to a fitness to receive the answer to its desire, then will flow into it the river of his pleasure, the tributary of divine love, and great growth in Christian science will follow, even that joy which finds one's own in another's good. Christian science healing is the spirit and the bride, the word and the wedding of this word to all human thought and action that says, come and I will give thee rest, peace, health, holiness. The sweet flower should be to us his apostles, pointing away from matter and man up to the one source, divine life and love, in whom is all salvation from sin, disease, and death. The science of all healing is based on mind, the power of truth over error. It is not the person who gives the drug, though the drug itself that heals, but it is the law of life understood by the practitioner as transcending the law of death. We will now have a moment of silent prayer and then follow by repeating together the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. 
Please announce the next hymn. Hymn number 274. Partners of a glorious hope, lift your hearts and voices up. Nobly let us bear the strife, keep the holiness of life. 274. Welcome to the Plainfield Christian Science Church Independent. This is our weekly Wednesday evening testimony meeting for Wednesday, June 14th, 2023. Everyone is welcome here. At all of our meetings and services, we read from the King James Version of the Bible and from the writings of Mary Baker Reddy. We have quite a wonderful outreach from our church, much of which is from our various websites, and many of those are in other foreign languages. And as a result, people across the globe have found God's healing and inspiring word. And we're thankful for each and every one of you who have done so. I would like to encourage everyone to browse through our websites. There is so much material there that we are offering it's all healing and inspiring material. 
and it all comes free of charge and with the love of our church. And I'm very happy to announce that on our website is our most recent issue of our magazine, Love is the Liberator. The theme of this issue is Victor, not Victim. And for those of you who have uh, subscribed, the uh, printed copy has been recently mailed out to you. Uh, join us every Sunday. We start Sundays here at 10 o'clock in the morning with our roundtable discussion. We follow that with our church service at 11 o'clock. And we also offer a Sunday school for children, which meets every Sunday at 11 a.m. Our Sunday school has a teleconference feature of its own. And because of that, the children and students that don't live in the area can attend by telephone. This means that your child also can attend our Sunday school by telephone, regardless of where you live. Call up the church, we'll give you the number for the Sunday school, and we would love to welcome your child there. One more announcement before we go on. This Saturday, we're having our Bible study. That's on Saturday, June 17th at 10 o'clock in the morning. The Bible study questions are on the website. So mark your calendar for this coming Saturday and plan on joining us at 10 o'clock in the morning for a very lively Bible study. This will be the last Bible study for this season, so-called. We're going to take a break yeah, for the summer months and we will resume our Bible study again next fall. I'm sure we'll be hearing more announcements about it in the future. I will now read from the church manual by Mary Baker Eddy, the section entitled Testimonials. Glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's, St. Paul. Testimony in regard to the healing of the sick is highly important. More than a mere rehearsal of blessings, it scales the pinnacle of praise and illustrates the demonstration of Christ, who healeth all thy diseases. This testimony, however, shall not include a description of symptoms or of suffering, though the generic name of the disease may be indicated. Now, I'd like to remind everyone that we request that you keep your testimonies within four minutes. This will allow everybody else the opportunity to share their offering this evening. And for those that are on the teleconference, when you're ready to give a testimony, please press the star button twice. But keep in mind, when you do so, we're going to be able to hear you and any other sounds that your telephone picks up. So we kindly ask that you be in a quiet place. And I will call on each of you, one at a time, by name. And our meeting tonight is now open for sharing testimonies of healing through Christian science. Jeremy. <clears throat> my, my gratitude tonight is for how the teaching of Christian science in this church along with regular practitioner support, has helped me over the years to trust God more. I've noticed lately how, as my trust in truth increases, 
I recognize errors lies quicker. Equally, trusting the soul helps me to be ready for divine inspiration. Trusting divine mind helps me to be better discern the uselessness of human knowledge. Trusting principle helps me to not use human will to try to control what is clearly God's unfolding of events. Trusting spirit helps me to rely less on matter. Trusting life helps me to not fear death, but to see God's eternal operation everywhere. And trusting divine love helps me to control that human impulse to meet evil with evil, allowing me to better represent God in all I do. This last one seems to have been the hardest for me to learn and trust, but lately there have been a few situations where it has been clear that I truly have had my heart softened and character subdued, as Mrs. Eddy says on page 354 of Miscellaneous Writings. And it's completely clear to me that this is only because of Christian science that I've been able to do this. And of course it's ongoing. So, But it, what a blessing it is to be a member of this church and to be here tonight. Thank you. And now we have a testimony from Imogen in Australia. Good evening. Tonight I offer my deepest gratitude to the holy work of our Plainfield practitioner for all of her prayers and teaching and prayerful support. The true Christian science that is taught here at this heavenly church is the absolute truth of God. I am so grateful for the protection of loved ones that reaches and blesses all who work for God at this church. Through working here, I have seen this heavenly protection blessing all my footsteps and, importantly, my loved ones. I have asked and received such holy, pure prayer from our Plainfield practitioner for my loved one. I have seen a cancerous skin lesion healed. I have seen unending protection from all the so-called contagious environments and I have even witnessed no reaction to the forced vaccines, not only for myself but for my loved ones also. A total protection during those forced mandates and beyond. On this topic, Mary Baker Eddy wrote, quote, Good thoughts are an impervious armour. Clad therewith, you are completely shielded from the attacks of error of every sort. And not only yourselves are safe, but all whom your thoughts rest upon are thereby benefited. End quote. I know that prayer and patience will show just the right way for each dear soul, that there is no problem that God cannot solve. It is God alone. Sunday's roundtable was also a reminder of how my own character flaws can stop blessings from coming if I engage in doubt or complaining, which, as the roundtable taught us, this is just the same complaining to Moses that kept the Israelites wandering for 40 years. So again, I learn, as in Mary Baker Eddy's words from the article Place, quote, all is patient, calm obedience, 
because God is all in all and everywhere. All is quiet, loving, scientific harmony. End quote. Through working for God at Plainfield Independent, I know that there is so much good in store for humanity. For as the dear Shepherd King wrote in Psalm, as for God, his way is perfect. The word of the Lord is tried. He is a buckler to all those that trust in him. End quote. Thank you to our holy Plainfield practitioner. Thank you to our Lord God, creator of all. Thank you, dear Christ Jesus, for your teaching and your sacrifice. And thank you, Mary Baker Eddy, for divine science, Christian science, which was as stated at the Sunday Roundtable, is the hidden laws of the universe now found. Thank you all so much and so much love to you all. And, and now we have a testimony from Izzy in England. Good evening. I wanted to give thanks for two things that have happened this week. Firstly, I would like to thank the Weather Committee for their prayers. We have been without rain for several weeks here, and we've had some very hot days, this week especially. The ground is baked hard, and the grass, which should be green and lush in these prime growing months, is brown and so dry that it makes a crunching noise when it's stepped on. This follows a very wet winter, and it really doesn't make sense that the ground should be so dry so soon after being so wet. But I saw a weather forecast saying that a strange sort of storm was approaching. It wasn't clear if the storm would be strange or if the presenter was saying that it would behave strangely. Either way, I realised it was time to reach out to the weather committee through Jeremy. Right away, right away, I received a loving response from Shardell with some Bible verses to work with and chapter 62 of Spiritual Footsteps by Gilbert Carpenter. The very next morning I woke up and I wondered if I could hear rain. I looked outside and there was no rain. I popped back into bed and was filled with enormous gratitude to God for his perfect creation and for the wonderful members of the Weather Committee who were expressing so much love and courage by giving up their time to pray for the world. I heard a sound and looked outside. To my intense joy and gratitude, it was raining. Soft, gentle rain, such a beautiful sight. It continued for around 40 minutes, just long enough for a good soak. After the rain, the world was refreshed and even more beautiful than before. The insects emerged and the birds sang louder than ever. I gave thanks all day long for this gift. Since then, the heat wave has continued without any further rain. But I have been grateful for the opportunity that it has given me to continue working. I have to admit, if it had just continued to rain enough to avert the dry, I might have stopped. But the saying, man's extremity is God's opportunity, as quoted by Mrs Eddy in Science and Health, could not be more true. As a result of the continued weather extremity, I have been forced to dig deeper and study further. Although I've been watching since I found out about it for the first time around three years ago, 
I do always wonder if I'm doing it right and I'm always trying to learn more about it so that I can do it better. And so with this in mind, and as a result of the continuing extremity, I found myself rereading the introduction to Divinity Course in General Collectania by Gilbert Carpenter. This introduction is written by Gilbert Carpenter Jr. I've read it before, but last night my eyes were opened to the absolute gems of information that are in there about watching. On the surface, the intro is written as a description of how Mrs. Eddy instructed the watchers at her home. But he has hidden in plain sight, well, at least now it's in my plain sight, basically an introduction guide on how to watch that I had completely missed previously. So just as an example, uh, Mr. Carpenter says, Quote, when Mrs. Eddy detected that the mental workers were not basing their prayers on a true and scientific realisation of the nothingness of error which they were taking up, she would stop their work, end quote. So rewritten as an instruction, this tells me that I must take up a true and scientific realisation of the nothingness of error and base my prayers on that. It's nothing that we haven't already been taught here at the Plainfield Church, but it was really quite astonishing to have this moment where I suddenly saw this writing so differently. It made me think of Hagar in the wilderness, thinking that she would die of thirst when God opened her eyes to see a water source nearby. And that's something that I learned through Plainfield as well. <laughs> we really do have everything we need. We just can't always see it. I am really looking forward to delving even deeper into this intro to really break down each sentence and hopefully improve my understanding and my own watching skills and see more that is really there or here. <laughs> Finally, very quickly, I wanted to say thank you to Jeremy, who very kindly and patiently took the time to answer a question that I had this week. It was very much appreciated. Thank you to everyone at Plainfield for everything that you do. It is such a joy to be a small part of this. With very much love to you all. Thank you. Lenny. Lenny from Georgia. Make that North Carolina. Go ahead. Well, it's actually Tony. I was having trouble with my phone. So, hi, everybody. Um, I had a, an experience with one of my coworkers. Uh, her name is Olivia. And she got news that her father was in the hospital. And her mother really did not know what to do. So I very lovingly, she booked a flight and arrived in Korea. And her parents are not uh, Christians. Uh, she is a Christian, and she's had some troubles with them. They don't understand that. And I, over the years of me working with her, I've had an opportunity to share little bits with her along the way. And she seems receptive. Uh, but uh, yesterday, she told me that her mother had been starting to listen to some uh, excerpts on the Bible, but they were, and I, and I said, you must be feeling, I fear, you know, I, I sense that right now with you. And she says, yes, we've been dealing with that. And I gave them um, Psalms to work with. And the report back was that it had helped them very much. And then she reported to me that she had a uh, a very, very bad headache, and she was going to have to take the rest of the day off. And at that moment, 
I was just filled with such a sense of love for that whole situation because I knew the law of love could not be violated. She could not be, no one in that situation exemplifying that level of love could be in any way that could not be reversed. We continued to talk. I shared a few more things very gently. And by the time our conversation was over, she said, you know, Tony, my headache is gone. And I was just, just overwhelmed with this wonderful science that we've been given. And in reference to uh, Mrs. Eddy, she has said that uh, Christ Jesus is the door and she is the window. And there is nothing in the world today that we know about Christian science that has not come through her sacrifice, that has not come through her revelation. And the more we love and understand Mrs. Eddy, the more we will understand and love Christian science and what she's given to us. And I'm just so deeply, deeply grateful for this uh, insight into Mrs. Eddy and what she's given us. And I just want to thank everyone at Plainfield for what they've done to put the uh, uh, service on for us tonight, and especially you, Fairly, for those for those lovely readings. Thank you so much. Thank you, Linda. Uh, thank you very much for those readings tonight. I want to express my gratitude also for the unity watches that we have at. Plainfield Independent Christian Science Church. Two weeks ago, one Thursday afternoon, a large, hard red bump developed on my neck. It was quite uncomfortable. I began to pray for myself using the many prayers and citations given to me over the years by my Plainfield practitioner. That night, after our unity watch, some of the uh, swelling went down and it was much less irritating. But I continued to work for myself. A couple days later, after the Saturday watch, it completely diminished and disappeared and did not return. I was very grateful at the time for the powerful healing watches for our world. I felt quite blessed to be part of this work and have no doubt that many other healings came from this work that was being done those days. I'm very grateful for Christ Jesus who taught us to watch, Mary Baker Eddy who continued to be faithful to his command and taught all of mankind on how to watch faithfully and this church for following both of them faithfully. Thank you. Thank you. Shahidat. Shahidat from Maryland, go ahead. Good evening, thank you very much for the readings tonight. When I travel to visit family in Northern Virginia from Maryland, where I live, the closest route is through an underground, through Washington, D.C. There is a place along the route where I have to go through an underground tunnel. And once I exit the tunnel, I have to quickly merge onto the highway going into Virginia. I used to dread this particular merge as I apparently didn't do it well enough and was routinely met with angry horns, rude stares, and even some unfortunate fingers aimed at me. This used to cause me a great deal of anxiety and even fear for getting into a traffic accident. I generally pray to God when I go out in my car, asking God to govern my comings and goings, so I thought to take this particular situation to my Heavenly Father. 
And as such, several months back, I decided I started to pray specifically uh, knowing that my Heavenly Father will make a place for me on the fast-moving highway as I exit the tunnel. And that it's uniquely my place and it cannot be coveted by another. Since I started doing this, I've never had an issue uh, going through the tunnel, exiting, and getting onto the highway. It's been a complete transformation, and I am so very, very grateful. I would like to express my gratitude tonight for Christian science and all I've learned in this church specifically about practically applying it in my life. Thank you so much. Thank you. Nancy from New Jersey, go ahead. Good evening. Thank you, Fairly, for the beautiful readings tonight. I wanted to express my gratitude for being taught in this church the importance of turning to God and listening for his guidance in all that I do. I am slowly but surely learning to do a better job of being still instead of rushing about and getting overwhelmed with all that I think I have to accomplish, and to turn to God and have him order my day. One morning last week, I started humanly planning what I thought I needed to do that day. My list was getting a bit long, and I could feel myself starting to feel a little overwhelmed. And instead of correcting that thought, I rushed ahead and I started doing some work on my iPad. Very soon after I started that project, my iPad completely froze, and then it just shut down on me. I couldn't get it to turn back on, so I put it aside, and I rushed right into the next project on my list. I was using my cell phone to send some emails that I needed to take care of. However, I was unable to send any emails because I kept getting the message that it would not download my attachments to the server. I felt like I had so much to do and I was going nowhere fast and I wouldn't be able to get anything done when I remembered something that my practitioner told me a while back. Whenever she would find herself starting to rush about, she would purposely stop, sit down, and be quiet. And this is exactly what I did. I realized that I hadn't turned to God or acknowledged the fact that the Father that dwelleth in me, he doeth the works, as I have been taught to do here. So I sat still, and I was quietly acknowledging that truth, and also the fact that God is the only power, and only good could be going on, for he was always in control. I held to these and other statements of truth until I did begin to feel very peaceful. A little while later, I went back to my iPad. It turned right on, and everything worked perfectly. I was able to complete the projects that I had planned for that day, and my emails were now working on my cell phone. I could not stop saying, Thank you, Father. I'm so grateful for this lesson that I'm learning to know that I have to always acknowledge God first, put aside my agenda, be still, and to gratefully acknowledge God, who is always in control. I'm so grateful to my loving Father, Mother God, Christ Jesus, Mary Baker Eddy, and to my practitioner for her ever-wise counsel and strong support. Thank you very much. Thank you. 
Shardell. Good evening. I would like to share a healing that I had a few weeks ago. It all started on a Monday where there was discomfort on my back near my shoulder blade that would come and go. But by Wednesday morning, it was really severe. I was praying for myself, and then the thought came to call for practitioner help. We had a lot to do that day, and I was not afraid to ask for help. As soon as I decided to ask for that help, the pain became less and then disappeared completely. When I talked with my practitioner later in the morning, I told her what had happened. Once I took a stand and knew how treatment would help me, the concern left and my thought was clear. My practitioner would have none of this nonsense any day of the week, and particularly not on a holy Wednesday. And I, too, must stand porter and be conscious of God's love and rise in rebellion to anything not of God. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, this is Bruce. I'm grateful for... Uh, an experience I had just last week, my truck started making a very strange noise. It was one I'd never heard of before. And not only that, I couldn't even figure out where it was coming from. So the first thing that came to my mind is, I know I have my truck serviced regularly by a, a competent mechanic. Then the other thing I thought was, well, principle is in operation here. And principle operates my truck as well as anything else. And it's this principle that makes all things work out well in the entire universe, in all of God's creation. And principle doesn't vary. It doesn't come and go. It's always there. And the other thing that came to my mind was, well, trying to figure out where this sound is coming from is kind of like asking, where does evil come from? Well, the answer to that is evil doesn't have any true, genuine existence, therefore it doesn't have any genuine source to come from. And then the other thing I thought about was, you know, I'm very grateful for this truck. It has been a gift, a very useful and a wonderful gift, and a lot of good is done with it. Well, the noise stopped and never came back. It's been over a week now, so I'm thankful for this experience. Thank you, God. Gary. Thank you, Fairley, for those uh, readings on holiness. Makes me very grateful for Christian science, which teaches us that holiness, there's nothing weird or strange or otherworldly about holiness. True holiness is the most natural and normal state than anybody could ever aspire to. It is the closeness with God that gives us everything that we need, tells us everything that we need to know, shows us everything that we need, and heals us. I'm very grateful that I could begin to see this at a very early age. I was, uh, I don't know, maybe four or five years old, and I must have had a very good Sunday school teacher because one day, I was outside playing with my friends, and my stomach started to feel 
uh, terrible. I became very nauseous and uh, felt like symptoms of the flu, came inside, and um, had to lay down. I was in such pain. And I remember one of the few things that I had been taught in the Sunday school was the 23rd Psalm. And I started to repeat what I could remember of it. Uh, definitely the beginning of it. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. And I remember thinking that what that meant to me was, since God is my shepherd, I shall not be lacking anything good. And that means my health, my everything about me, I can't lack anything good. And I, I just, I, I repeated it to myself and I thought about it and I had faith in it. And within about less than five minutes, all the pain, which had been excruciating, left. And a few minutes later, I was able to get up and go back outside and play with my friends. And the problem never recurred. And I remember as I grew into to early manhood and through uh, teenage years, when I was tempted to question whether Christian science was really the, the answer, I would remember that healing and other healings that came. And I uh, realized that this, this is a, a true gem, a true gift of God, this science, and that it had made everything in my life so much better than I know it ever would have been. Uh, it gave me the ability to go through a lot of difficulties. And when I was uh, led to the Plainfield Church uh, through my loving wife, uh, whom God um, led me to. I, I found a practitioner here who really knew the science and healed, and it was a great blessing uh, that I will always be grateful for. So I am so grateful that God has led me as he has, and I'm so grateful to be here with you all tonight. Thank you. Mishaela from Canada, go ahead. Hello, good evening. I want to express my gratitude tonight for a new section on the website. There is a new section called Testimonies of Christian Science Healing, and it's on the homepage, and it contains many testimonies by uh, healings by Mary Baker Eddy, but also instructive testimonies by our practitioners here, and written and recorded testimonies from, I guess, testimony meetings at the Plainfield Christian Science Church. When I saw that first time, I immediately clicked on it and listened to many 
testimonies or read them. And I can tell you, it is positively addictive. I always couldn't stop reading or listening. And it's so wonderful to to listen and hear and read all those testimonies, which are proof that Christian science works. I have lately been made aware of by my practitioner that it is not the most easiest thing for me to express gratitude. So this new section on the website is my go-to now where I can listen to others and read from others who have expressed their gratitude about healing. And I want to express my gratitude also tonight about for all the testimonies given tonight, which are all so wonderful and make me so humble to hear them and hear about all the experiences that I can learn from. It is so wonderful to have those meetings on Wednesday evenings. The readings were wonderful tonight and about holiness, and I'm sure I will listen to them again. I am very grateful for Christ Jesus to have shown us the way, and for Mary Baker Eddy, who has discovered this truth for us and made it accessible, and for the Plainfield Independent Christian Science Church, its website, and all the activities, and to all of you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Dale from Virginia, go ahead. Yes, thank you very much for those beautiful readings on holiness and all these wonderful testimonies. I'm very grateful for all the tools we have in this church to God and to overcome difficulties. Our basic tools, of course, are the Holy Bible and our textbook. Science and Health with Keys to the Scriptures by Mary Baker Eddy. There's a sentence in our lesson this week from Science and Health that says, quote, In proportion, as matter loses to human sense all entity as a man, in that proportion does man become its master, end quote. I experienced the proof of this statement years ago when one evening, all of a sudden, one of my arms was extremely painful. I couldn't even touch it, and I couldn't open my hand. Because of the situation, there was nothing I could humanly do, so I turned completely away from the picture. I spent several hours at my desk contemplating my real being as a reflection of God. I started with Mrs. Eddy's definition of God, found on page 587 of Science and Health. Quote, God, the great I am, the all-knowing, all-seeing, all-acting, all-wise, all-loving, and eternal. Principle, mind, soul, spirit, life, truth, love, 
all substance intelligence, end quote. Mrs. Eddy tells us that these synonymous terms are intended to express the nature, essence, and wholeness of deity, and that man is the expression of God's being. So I took each name for God and identified myself in the attributes of these synonyms, such as wisdom, inspiration, discernment, freedom, strength, courage, grace, obedience, confidence, health, vitality, fidelity, tranquility, kindness, compassion, and a whole lot more, but I won't give them all. I was so absorbed in dwelling in my real being, the false discordant picture was fading away. After a few hours, I was able to move, which I couldn't do earlier, and got dressed for bed. I slept comfortably through the night, and in the morning, I realized I could open my hand. The pain was gone. I was completely free and stayed that way. I am very grateful for all the truths we have to turn to, to help ourselves and to help others and to broadcast this truth to the whole world, because it works for everyone. God governs all. I thank you for your service tonight. Thank you. Mary. Good evening, everyone. Read a few testimonies tonight. Uh, the first from Virginia. A couple of weeks ago, I felt overwhelmed with fatigue and headache and found myself in bed. I tried to pray for myself as best I could. Mostly I just reminded myself that God loved me and that my strength and comfort came from him, my maker. After about a day and a half, I called a practitioner from Plainfield to get some extra help. How blessed we are to have practitioners that so lovingly take our calls, and the practitioner agreed to pray for me. The night seemed long, but eventually I was able to fall asleep it was comforting for me to know that every truth acknowledged and affirmed has great power and not only helps the person for whom the practitioner is praying, but also helps the whole world. The treatment given blesses the practitioner as well. The next morning I felt much better and before long I was able to get up and resume normal activity. I am so grateful that any suggestion of infection was quelled and that I had freedom from all that tried to bring me down. I so appreciate the round table as well as the Wednesday and Sunday services that are accessible on Plainfield's website. And then uh, this one from South Dakota. So happy to, to be reminded recently at a, at a round robin, <laughs> she calls them round robins, which is rather sweet. <laughs> instead of the round table. At the round robin of the hymn whose lines are filled with commitment to God and hence to the Christ comforter. I love the acknowledgement of coming before the Lord in the dawn, in the noonday, in the evening, and at midnight. Just thinking of these verses brings an uplifting to the spirit and a sense of joy so important to the healing process. I would just present a verse or two to represent this uplifted and uplifting hymn. 
I will come before the Lord in the stillness of the morning when golden dawn shines on the earth and I feel love's tender presence. This is my morning song. I will come before the Lord in the brightness of the midday. In the rushing life and flood of sound, I can find soul's quiet haven. This is my midday song. I will come before the Lord in the softness of the evening. When nature bathes in purple light, I give thanks for Spirit's blessing. This is my evening song. So let me fast forward to the final verse. Day and night you are my song, and we sweetly sing together to worship, love, and praise your name, singing in your house forever. Day and night you are my song. In closing then, much gratitude to my practitioner and also to my friend Carrie, and thank you all at the Plainfield Christian Science Church membership who are all my friends. And uh, this is a testimony from Canada. I would like to express gratitude for an instantaneous healing of leg discomfort and a negative mood. For a long time, years, from time to time, I suffered from achy lower eggs, <laughs> legs, which would sometimes be intense and often accompanied by a negative mood, which was also difficult to dispel. It would eventually subside, but not entirely. A couple of weeks ago, during one of these visit, um, difficult sessions, I was led to an article on the Plainfield website by Bignell Young entitled, Electricity. I had just finished pondering the fourth paragraph of this wonderful article, which reads in part, quote, all there is to claims of so-called destructive electricity is conflicting mortal opinions and beliefs, end quote. When the achiness and the bad mood disappeared completely and, and was replaced by a sense of ease and well-being. Needless to say, I finished reading the article and then read it again. Many ideas fell into place. I highly recommend this article. Also, thank you to Plainfield for, consistent, for the consistently wonderful roundtable discussions. So insightful and education and educational. Love to you all. And then this one from Australia. I had an experience which testifies to the almighty and omni-action presence of the divine mind and its superiority over our human circumstance, which still has me in awe to this day. I had been on the phone to a practitioner, the details which I can't remember, and then I got into my car and drove down the lane towards an art arterial road and decided to cross the two lanes of traffic coming towards me and join the other two lanes on the other side. Usually this would be too hard and I would just turn left and go a roundabout way to get to the other side. This time, however, I thought I saw a gap and went forward. I looked to my right and the car seemed to be coming towards me very fast. Then all of a sudden it seemed as though all the cars around me had frozen and time stood still. While their, cars were while their cars were frozen in time, mine kept going on until it had safely reached the other side of the road, and then time resumed back to normal, almost like a switch had been turned back on. This experience made me understand I had not judged the gap very well, 
and that my beloved Father had protected me. I am so blessed to have learned about Christian science, and I am so grateful to have found Plainfield, where my understanding of Christian science is deepening. And then this from California. At a recent, in a recent lesson, there was a citation from Science and Health with Key to the Scriptures by Mary Baker Eddy, where she states, quote, The breaking up of material beliefs may seem to be famine and pestilence, want and woe, sin and sickness and death, which assume new phases until their nothingness appears. These disturbances will continue until the end of error, when all discord will be swallowed up in spiritual truth. End quote. After reading this, several thoughts came to me about a pattern of bad choices I had made over decades, causing me great woe, until the pattern was finally corrected. And a realization came that through all of my bad choices, it was God's presence with me and his guidance that had seen me through it all, no matter how I had erred and how long it took me to figure things out. In researching inspirations in the, in the lesson this week, I came across the Matthew Henry commentary where he stated, The believer will ascribe all the honor of his salvation to the power, mercy, and truth of God and look back with wonder and thanksgiving on the way in which the Lord has led him. What a beautiful addendum to the insight provided me last week. At that time, I looked back with wonder and thanksgiving, thanking God for his angel thoughts, which had always been my reliable, treasured companions. I was so grateful to again be reminded of this this week. Thank you, Plainfield Christian Science Church Independent, for providing the church structure, practitioner support and teachings, which have inspired my thought to greater spiritual heights and realization. I love this church and its congregation. And then one more from South Dakota. Love sharing the Plainfield website with a visitor today. He came to the United States from a foreign country and was interested in the Plainfield website, which I demonstrated to him on my smartphone. I told him about the foreign websites and pointed out the way he could choose a different language and immediately found out that he spoke a different language and he activated that specific website while I watched. Amazing. It was a delight when I realized a short while ago that the interface on the website that I always scrolled past was actually interfaced to the foreign language websites. So it was natural to point that out to him and he immediately activated the foreign language of his interest. I'm so grateful for the Plainfield Church and for all of you. So thank you all for your beautiful testimonies tonight and those beautiful readings on holiness, something we can really think about and live to the best of our ability. So grateful for you all and to be here tonight and have a good night. Thank you. To close our meeting tonight, Linda, will you please announce the last hymn? Hymn number 425. O weary pilgrim, lift your head. 
for joy cometh in the morning. For God in his own word hath said that joy cometh in the morning. Joy cometh in the morning. Joy cometh in the morning. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy cometh in the morning. Hymn number 425. Thank you. 